Drew Griffin reporting from the University of Tennessee Institute of Agriculture on the 27th day of May 2022. Fed cattle traded $1 lower compared to last week on a live basis. Prices on a live basis primarily ranged from 137 to 139 while dress prices were mainly 223 to 224 The five area weighted average prices through Thursday were $138.93 live, down $1.33 compared to last week, and $223.99 dressed, down $1.79 from a week ago. A year ago, prices were $119.64 live and $109.66 dressed. Despite several weeks of live cattle prices softening, prices are doing well to hold their current level. Finished cattle prices typically come under pressure heading into the summer months as the quantity of market-ready cattle increases. The quantity of market-ready cattle this summer will be strong given the number of cattle on feed and first quarter placements. Given the number of cattle already in feedlots, the quantity of feeder cattle outside feedlots is certainly smaller than typical years. This should result in support for feeder cattle prices as cattle feeders look to refill pens in late summer. Thus, cattle feeders will be competing for cattle coming through the summer video sales. At midday Friday, the choice cutout was $264.93, up $0.96 cents from Thursday and up $2.15 from a week ago. The select cutout was $246.69, up $2.26 from Thursday and up $1.63 from last week. The choice select spread was $18.24 compared to $17.75 a week ago. The monthly cold storage report was recently released by USDA. The report showed beef and cold storage at the end of April totaled 531.7 million pounds, which is essentially equivalent to one week of beef production in the United States. However, the total quantity in storage is not as important as the comparison to previous months and previous years. The quantity of beef in cold storage at the end of April was 4.1 million pounds less than March, but this could be deceiving to folks not familiar with the market as beef in cold storage typically declines significantly heading into April and May. Cold storage stocks this year were 82.9 million pounds, or 18.5% higher than the previous year, and 70.3 million pounds, or 15.2% greater than the five-year average for the end of April. The failure to pull cold storage stocks lower in April may point to a little pullback by consumers who are having to use a higher percentage of disposable income on other goods due to inflation and high fuel prices. It may take lower retail prices to entice consumers to keep eating beef. Based on Tennessee weekly auction market reports, steer prices this week were steady to $5 lower compared to a week ago, while heifer prices were steady to $4 lower compared to last week. Slaughter cow prices were steady, while bull prices were also steady compared to the previous week. Cattle producers are living in the same land as Peter Pan, which is Never Never Land. It may not be exactly like Peter Pan, but it is Never Never Land. Cattle producers never wanted cattle prices to be so low. Cattle producers never wanted input prices to be so high. Cattle producers never expected outside factors to outweigh the fundamentals of the cattle market. Cattle producers have never faced such a disappointing time when expectations were so high. Lastly, cattle producers have never had land that was so valuable despite cattle prices struggling. It seems more like Captain Hook has his hook in the jaws of the cattle industry and is leading it wherever he thinks is best. This situation has one thing in common with all other situations the cattle industry has traversed over the years, and that is that this too shall pass. It does not matter if a person is having the worst day of their life, best day of their life, or if they have muscles bulging out of their earlobes. This too shall pass. The hope for more profitable days is what keeps cattle producers pressing forward. Those days of higher profits are getting closer, but they may still be a year or more down the road. The farther down the road, better profits are pushed will likely result in even higher profits. In other words, if higher cattle prices are pushed farther down the road, then those prices may increase that much more. 
The problem is identifying when those higher prices will actually occur and managing through the time period of depressed prices. Prices may find support in the back half of 2022, but they should certainly improve moving into 2023. What is it going to cost to feed cattle in the feedlot? And what is it going to cost to feed them at home if they are on full feed? These are two conversations from the past week. Based on projections from Kansas feedlots, the total cost per pound of gain for cattle being placed in May is north of $1.40 per pound. That cost of gain does not pencil well for custom feeding cattle. When it comes to what it will cost to background calves locally, Feed cost alone will be just over a dollar per pound of gain if corn is $8 per bushel and the feed to gain ratio is 6 to 1. There may be a few operations that can feed cattle a little cheaper than a dollar per pound of gain, but most of these operations are likely to be closer to a dollar and ten cents to a dollar and twenty cents per pound of gain. It is important to remember that this is only the cost of feed, which is not comparable to the total cost of feedlot gain. The extremely high cost of gain means producers are going to have to sharpen their pencils and get a good handle on value of gain. If the sharp pencil is not used, then the producer may be found to be dull. This is Andrew Griffith reporting from the University of Tennessee Institute of Agriculture on Friday, May 27th.